episode of the Dunkle Index Podcast. I'm Ben Dunkle, and here with me is a guy who was dropped from his radio interview earlier today. That's my dad, Bob Dunkle. Ben, that was bleeping outrageous that they kicked me off. I understand exactly what Jerry Jones was feeling today. So, all right, but I promise to clean it up for the podcast, all right? No, no cursing allowed tonight. All right. So Although I got to say, if I was owning the Cowboys right now, I think I'd be cussing up a storm too. That was a disaster again last night. Three straight. Keep keeping the door open for the Eagles. Uh, it's not one of our five for this weekend's picks, but um, it'll be interesting to see if uh, if they can beat the Giants on Sunday. And the return of Eli Manning. My gosh, blast from the past. What 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 are you feeling on that right now? Not feeling too great about it, but it's hard to feel great about anybody in the NFC East right now. No, exactly. Yeah. Watch the Redskins end up winning the division. Don't even say it. They're definitely playing the best ball. They're at least winning some football games. So kind of crazy right now, but we digress. Yeah. uh, Anyway, I don't think we're talking about any NFC East teams this week uh, for week 14 of the National Football League. Uh, First game we do have, though, is Denver at Houston. Broncos are four and eight this season, seven and five against the spread. Uh, Number 24 in the index now. Uh, Houston is eight and four on the season, six and six against the spread and number nine in the index. Vegas has uh, the Texans by eight at home. What do you think? Well, the Texans picked up a huge win last week uh, and one of the better calls for the Dunkel Index with uh, their 28-22 to win over the New England Patriots. Um, And they really dominated the game uh, throughout the 22 that the Pats put up with the game. uh, Most of that came late in the game, so... Real, really strong win for the Texans. Uh, that puts Houston a game ahead of Tennessee in the AFC South. And they've got two of their last three games against the Titans. So really that division is on the line um, when those two teams are going to square off against each other a little later in the season. But they, they can't overlook the Broncos uh, at the moment. Uh Denver comes in with a new QB, uh, Drew Locke, the rookie out of Missouri. And he looked pretty good last week in his first uh, appearance in the NFL. He threw two TDs, and the Broncos ended up uh, beating um, uh, the Chargers 23-20. to So really kind of putting a, a stake in the Chargers for the rest of the season. I mean, it's just been a disaster for LA, but, uh, you know, giving them some life and, you know, it's funny replacing Joe Flacco. So uh, Joe Flacco has got to feel like the Wally Pip. I don't know if you recall Wally Pip, but uh, he was the player in the Yankees replaced by Lou Gehrig. So never played another, another game for the Yankees. So poor Joe Flacco first he was replaced by Lamar Jackson in Baltimore. Now he's replaced by Drew Locke. That, that may be a good omen for Drew Locke going forward he can come anywhere close to playing at the Lamar Jackson level. But right now, the guy who is closest to playing at Lamar Jackson's level is Deshaun Watson, and he stayed red hot against the Patriots. Uh, Now he's thrown uh, for 10 TDs 
and only two INTs over his last five games, uh, including three uh, TDs against the Patriots. So red hot Deshaun Watson coming in. Houston feeling very good uh, about itself coming off the win over the Patriots. Um, and they can ill afford to take Denver lightly here. Uh, Denver, the flipping of the calendar to December has not been kind to the Broncos. They're just one and four against the spread in their last five December games. And the Texans have been pretty good at home against teams that they should be good at home against. They're now five and two against the spread in their last seven home games against teams with a losing road record. And the Broncos are pretty woeful one and five on the road this season. So it's a, it's a fairly high number. Uh, it opened at eight. I think it's gone up to nine, nine and a half. at some of the sports books. It's getting a little close to the Dunkel margin, but we're going to stick with the Texans here. Dunkel margin, uh, Dunkel index has this at uh, 10 and a half points. So we're going to take the Texans to stay in the lead in the uh, division race with the Titans going into their matchups. Uh, they beat the Broncos and covered the eight. All right. So the next game we have this week is Indianapolis at Tampa Bay. Colter six and six overall this year, six, five and one against the spread and number 13 in the index. The Bucks are five and seven overall this year, four and eight against the spread, but they're up to number 20 in the index. Now Vegas line here is Bucks by two and a half at home. What do you think? Yeah, I think maybe on paper some people will be surprised by that. Uh, just thinking about the Colts at number 13 in the index, kind of unlucky, and it certainly hasn't been a, a very uh, good couple of weeks for the Colts. They've been very unlucky uh, recently. Uh, another bad week for them last week. You know, last year they won their final four games to get into the playoffs, really made a nice stretch run there, uh, Frank Wright. Look like a genius in pulling that off. And they started off well this year, and Jacoby Brissett was red hot. But uh, they just don't seem to be showing the same signs of closing well like they did last year. They've now lost two straight and four of their last five. And last week's 31-17 to loss to the Titans was the worst of the season, certainly the most lopsided loss of the season. Their previous five all came uh, within seven points or less. So not a good finish here uh, for the Colts. Um, Surprisingly, uh, Tampa Bay has not thrown in the towel. I guess maybe not that surprising. Bruce Arians is a great coach, and even though they had a rough start, um, they clearly are not quitting. And they do have some thin playoff hopes that they're still holding on to. Following last week's win over Jacksonville, twenty-eight to eleven, which was the Bucks' most complete uh, game of the season, uh, offensively uh, another strong outing from Jameis Winston. Uh, but su- somewhat surprisingly, the defense showed up. Uh, although Jacksonville's offense has been very, very uh, poor of late, and Nick Foles uh, was benched at halftime, so. Things are heading south in a fa- uh, fast in Jacksonville. And it looks like Minshew Mania may be returning. Uh, and the Nick Foles era uh, have started and ended um, in one half season. But um, 
Yeah, Bucks came in, uh, played well defensively last week against Jacksonville. Uh, they only allowed 242 yards total, which was by far uh, the lowest allowed this season by the Bucks D. And they had four takeaways. Uh, Jameis, another 300-yard passing game. Uh, that's eight on the season for him. Uh, you know, throwing a lot of picks, but but he is also completing a lot of passes and. Uh, his eight 300-yard games ties him with Matty Ice uh, for tops in the NFL right now. And his two receivers, Chris Godwin and Mike Evans, are the only receiving tandem to have over 900 yards each. And, in fact, they both have topped the 1,000-yard mark. So some good seasons uh, coming out of the Bucks' offense. Uh, coming into this one, you know, even though – uh, the Bucks have a losing record, and you would think this would be an opportunity for the Colts to pick up some ground here. Uh, they're just 1-6-1 and one against the spread in their last eight games against teams with a losing record. So it does not point in a good direction right now for the Colts. And Tampa Bay, um, unlike Denver, the flipping of the calendar has been pretty good to them. Uh, they've snuck up on some people in December. They're now 4-0 against the spread. In their last four December games. So we look at this very much the same way. I think they sneak up on the Colts. Um, maybe not so much sneak up as they are a slight favorite, but we think that they're going to cover on this one. Vegas line has Tampa Bay by two and a half. Dunkel index margin has this all the way up to four and a half. So we like the Bucks and Jameis Winston uh, certainly put enough points on the board. The defense shows up again. Uh, look for Tampa Bay to win and cover. Okay. Uh, next game we have is Detroit at Minnesota. Lions are three and eight this year, five and seven against the spread, number twenty-three in the index. Vikings are eight and four overall, six and six against the spread, and they're number six in the index. Vegas has the Vikings by thirteen at home. What do you think? Number six in the index and number six in the NFC right now. A tough loss for the Vikings last week. They were leading the Seahawks at the half, and uh, that was a bad, bad loss for the index. We uh, we did have Minnesota and uh, look good in the first half, but Russell Wilson and the Seahawks at home, uh, just too much for Minnesota. And frankly, uh, the Minnesota defense, which – usually can be counted on to show up every week. Uh, that was probably one of their worst, if not the worst, performances of the season. They allowed uh, Seattle to just dominate the ground uh, with 218 yards rushing. So uh, not their best performance um, in a big game against the Seahawks. And it now drops them uh, behind Green Bay in the NFC North. Uh, with three of their last four games uh, coming against division rivals. So these next couple of weeks, obviously going to be very critical to the Vikings. Um, that division rivalry starts this weekend with Detroit, and they're clearly catching the Lions uh, in a little bit of a free fall here. Um, they've gone through now two quarterbacks with Matthew Stafford and Jeff Driscoll. But the third stringer, David Blau, out of uh, Purdue, did show some competence last week uh, in the Thanksgiving Day game against the Bears. Uh, even though they came up short uh, in that game, uh, Blau did throw 
for two TDs. So I think there's some confidence that Blau can can move the ball. Uh, Kenny Galladay continues to have a huge season at wide receiver for them. Uh, this one is more just the line. It looks too big, even for uh, for Detroit right now. Uh, the lines come in six and two against the spread in their last eight games, uh, eight road games uh, against teams with a winning record. So, you know, a lot of those spreads have been on the big side and they've been able to take advantage of that. And maybe more importantly, the Vikings do seem to struggle against uh, teams where they've got a big line. Uh, They're just three, nine and one against the spread in their last 13 at home when they're a 10 and a half point favorite or more. So this one falls clearly in that category at 13. The Dunkel index has this game, uh, Detroit, uh, is an underdog by only 11. Uh, so we do like David Blau to hopefully put enough points on the board to keep this within the 13-point range. We're, uh, we're keep taking the Lions plus 13 on this one. Mm, all right. Uh, now we're about halfway through. You so sound confident on that one. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you on that, but uh, I don't know. I feel I feel like uh, Vikings just have too much trouble covering big lines here. So I, I think this one's going to sneak up on them a little bit. Going to be closer than people think. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, uh, we're about halfway through now, so let's take a quick break. Okay, so we're back, and next game we're going to look at is Baltimore at Buffalo. The Ravens are ten and two overall this year, six and six against the spread, and they're number tw- number two in the index. The Bills are nine and three overall, eight and three against the spread, and number eleven in the index. Vegas has the Ravens by six on the road this weekend. What do you think? Well, certainly the. Uh... Kansas City, New England game is the marquee game of the weekend. And by the way, we are taking the Chiefs, Chiefs plus the points on that one. Uh, but this one is uh, not too distant second as far as uh, big matchups. Um, I think surprising at this point in the season that we're talking about uh, maybe not so much the Ravens, but but certainly the Bills as part of a marquee matchup. But uh, they've uh, very quietly put together uh, the third best record in the NFL now uh, behind only uh, New England and Baltimore. And uh, they finally got some respect last week uh, in their win over Dallas. I think most of their wins uh, have come against teams uh, with below 500 records. Um, Dallas, of course, wasn't much above that coming in. course, losing last night, they have now fallen below 500. But still, good win on the road uh, against the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. Um, You know, the Ravens really uh, had to slug it out with San Francisco last week. Uh, Not their traditional way of winning, uh, at least of late. Uh, In fact, uh, they ran their winning streak to eight straight. 
but they didn't top the 40-point mark, which they had done in their three previous games. Uh, they only won 20-17 to 17 against San Francisco. But this was a championship-caliber game, uh, and it really was a slugfest to the end. Took a Justin Tucker field goal uh, in the final seconds to win it. But those are the kind of games you're going to need to win in December and January. So kudos to the Ravens. Uh, and John Harbaugh for, for keeping that going. Uh, but the Bills look to be um, a decent uh, and respectable opponent this weekend, especially at home in Buffalo. Um, you know, this is going to be a battle between two QBs that came out of the 2018 class uh, between Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen. Jackson we all know about his numbers. He just added to him again last week, uh, fourth game this year where he's topped 100 yards passing and 100 yards rushing. So I think he's within an eyelash now of Vic's record for yards rushing. So, I mean, he really is Michael Vick and then some at this point in his career. But Josh Allen is uh, not that much Far further behind, uh, he has thrown 16 touchdowns himself uh, and rushed for eight more. So while he's not getting a lot of publicity like Jackson is, uh, Allen is putting together a very, very decent season. Um, so coming into this one, uh, Baltimore, surprisingly, uh, they are 10-2 and two straight up, but they are just 5-12 and 12 against the spread in their last 17 games as a favorite. So haven't done a great job of covering the lines. And Buffalo has really enjoyed uh, the underdog role. They're 5-0-1 against the spread in their last six games as an underdog. So at home, getting six points from the Ravens, uh, no doubt very strong team, but we like the Bills here. Uh, Dunkel Index has this at a two-and-a-half point margin. So getting six uh, in Buffalo, we're going to take Josh Allen in the Bills plus the six, maybe even pulling off an upset here. Uh, that would certainly shake some things up and really put Buffalo in play. But certainly taking the six is our play here. All right. Yeah, that would be pretty surprising, I think. Yeah, I, I do think so, too. But, you know, you're catching uh, the Ravens probably at a good time, uh, maybe a little bit of a letdown after that 49er game and uh, Buffalo continuing to fight for respectability here. This would be certainly be for Sean McDermott's team a real chance to show, hey, we belong mm -hmm. in the upper echelon this year. All right. So our last game this week is going to be Carolina at Atlanta. Panthers are 5-7 and seven overall this year, 6-6 six and six against the spread, and they're number 18 in the index. Falcons are just 3-9 and nine overall, 4-8 and eight against the spread, and they're number 26 in the index. Falcons, though, are favored by three at home. What do you think? Well, two teams that clearly don't belong in the upper echelon of the NFL this year, uh, although it wasn't that long ago that they both were there and uh, both in Super Bowls. Uh, we've talked a number of times about Atlanta's demise this year um, and Dan Quinn being on the hot seat. Uh, didn't expect Ron Rivera to go first, but uh, he did, sadly, um, after almost nine years in Carolina. We won't be seeing Ron Rivera on the sideline. Panthers let him go this week, and 
promoted Perry Fuel, uh, the team's uh, secondary coach, uh, as the interim coach for the remainder of the year. This will be Fuel's second stint as an interim coach. He actually was with Buffalo uh, back before, ironically, we just talked about Buffalo and their turnaround. Uh, back before the turnaround in 2009, he finished out the season there and was three and four. Um, you know, he takes over a team here, uh, clearly uh, heading down the drain. Uh, and it's season, they've lost four straight and five of their last six, uh, including a very ugly loss to the Falcons. 29 to three, uh, just three weeks ago. But the Falcons, uh, did look like they were kind of turning around a little bit, ready to finish strong. But, uh, since that win, they've lost back to back games to Tampa Bay and New Orleans and have now lost five straight at home. Uh, they just have not been able to play well there at the Georgia Dome of late. And they've kind of reverted back to their earlier form from the season where just turning the ball over right and left last week in their 26-18 loss to the Saints on Thanksgiving. Uh, they had three turnovers, including two Matty Ice picks. So on this one, you know, Atlanta as a favorite, even against a Carolina team that really struggling right now, may get a little bit of a injection of some energy for, with the new head coach there. Uh, but Certainly the Falcons, as a favorite uh, at home, just does not look very comfortable. The Falcons are just 3-12 and 12 against the spread in their last 15 games as a home favorite uh, between uh, zero and three points. This one has a three-point line fits nicely into that. So uh, that's a major concern. And then Carolina, uh, as an underdog in that same point range, uh, is 27 and 2 against the spread in their last 29 games. So Carolina is looking for uh, something to at least point to as a positive down the stretch. This game looks like it should be it. Um, Dunkel Index has this uh, actually uh, the Panthers favored straight up by a point and a half. So we'll call for a mini upset alert here between two struggling teams. Uh, we're going to take the Panthers straight up, but we're certainly also taking them plus the three points. Uh, so we'll go with Carolina and Perry Fuel to start out 1-0 and as the interim coach uh, for the Panthers. Wow, those were some pretty great trends you pulled out there. How about those? Yes, my God, Falcons. I wonder if the Falcons are aware of that between zero and three points as a favorite. Well, they, they certainly uh, have to know that they have not pulled out close games uh, mm -hmm. this year or, or, frankly, last year. It's It's been a real struggle for them. So wouldn't be surprised to see Dan Quinn joining Ron Rivera maybe at the end of the season here. Too bad. Two really good coaches who had those teams – flying high for a while, but just shows in this league, it's, it's extremely tough unless you're the New England Patriots to be a consistent winner. You know what? Uh, to anybody listening, if there's any trends uh, that maybe you're aware of or you like to look at, uh, maybe you go ahead and tweet at uh, Bob Dunkel at Dunkel Index on Twitter and let him know uh, what he should be looking at because, yeah, sometimes I wonder. Right. I don't, I hear you uh, on that. Um, I think we'd, we'd love to hear it. 
We would. Absolutely. We always love to pick up on new trends. So, yeah, no, please uh, give uh, give us a shout. Let us know what's out there. And, um, yeah, we've got a lot of stuff going on right now. Uh, we've got uh, college basketball, big weekend of college hoops coming up. Um, in fact, we've got Duke, Virginia Tech playing right now as we're recording this. Uh, see if the Blue Devils uh, can follow up that win over Michigan State the other night with a win against the Hokies. Uh, NBA, full swing right now. Uh, we've got uh, college football playoffs start tonight, or pardon me, conference championships start tonight uh, with the Pac-12, and we've got our podcast posted on that. So uh, we're going to take the Utah Utes tonight over the Oregon Ducks, but make sure to check out the rest of the games, see where Dunkel is on this, and, of course, NHL. So a, t- a lot of stuff going on. Uh, come to dunkelindex.com. Follow us on Twitter. And thanks to everybody for continuing to listen to the podcast. Certainly. Thank you to everyone, and we will talk to you later. Awesome, Ben. Have a great weekend. Thanks. See ya. Bye.